right, welcome everyone. We are back, and this time we are going to talk about the Batman. I, I don't can't really do a Batman voice. Not really, but yes, it's the Batman, not Batman or Batman Returns. Or Batman Begins, or Batman Forever, or any other kind of Batman. It's just the Batman. Yep. And do you want to go ahead and do the synopsis for this one, or do you want me to? Um, sure. Well, no, this is Batman. This is you. <laughs> Yes, I'm Batman. No, I can't even do no, that. you can't do that. Okay. But yeah, anyway, so this is The Batman. This is Matt Reeves' uh, first outing in the Batman franchise. Uh, he's the one that directed the last two Planet of the Apes movies and also Let Me In, uh, which I liked. I, I like the Planet of the Apes movies too, but Let Me In is a pretty good remake um, of a Norwegian vampire movie called Let the Right One In. But anyway, now this is his chance to take on a bigger franchise than Planet of the Apes. Um, with the Batman, and it's got Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne slash Batman. Uh, you've got uh, Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, Selena Kyle. You've got Colin Farrell, who's like incredibly unrecognizable as the Penguin. But this is like a detective story. Okay. It's much more like a detective story than the other Batman movies have. It's more been. like a Batman noir. Yeah, Batman noir. That'd be the best way to put it. And I really dug it for that. Like, I really like the old kind of um, detective comics approach to it. And like the older, uh, I guess it made me think more of Michael Mann's Heat in that it's like a three hour long detectives or criminals kind of uh, story to it. But this time it's kind of intertwined with the Batman franchise. Mm -hmm. And I really dug it for that. I really like the noir look to it. I was a little off put by or put off by the um, the messaging that it kind of has. In it. So like with Batman, with the original Batman films, he's a hero. He's but then again, he's also kind of like the um, misunderstood hero. And in this one, he's straight out the vigilante. Yeah, straight out vigilante really lost in his ways. This is only the second year. In this story, this is only the second year that he's been in the Batman persona. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a killer on the loose that's the Riddler. And the Riddler is not like the Jim Carrey kind of Riddler or even like the 1960s version of the Riddler where it's like kind of over-the-top, wacky, goofy. This is more like a really dark take on the Riddler. The one that I haven't seen, actually. It actually kind of gives me a sense of... Um... The Batman Begins, like with that darkness that mm -hmm. it takes onto it. But what I liked was the director kind of took this on a different spin. Yeah. So you have the gloomy Batman, which mm -hmm. is what Ben Affleck played as. You know, the, the older... The hardened... Hardened kind of guy. Almost worn out of mm -hmm. his of his superhero days. Mm -hmm. And where with this one with Robert Patterson... Pattinson. Sorry, Pattinson. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and did it with, you know, the gloomy, sulky kind of Batman where he's, all he wants is basically to try to protect the city. Yeah. And that's what I liked about this movie a lot was the fact that he, he wants to protect the city, but he's also lost in like mm -hmm. showing that he can be like a good person outside of the Batman persona that he's known as. Now, the only thing is with this one, he's more recluse. Yeah. So... What's different between this Batman and all the other Batman franchises is you see a lot of Bruce Wayne. Mm -hmm. And then you see also a lot of Batman. It's almost like a 50-50. Yeah. But with this one, it's more Batman and less of Bruce Wayne because he is so much of a recluse. A lot of people have not seen him outside. Mm -hmm. And he's very much like less of the Philanthrop. billionaire playboy status mm -hmm. that the other Bruce Waynes have been. 
Um, this one, he's more like, yes, he's a billionaire, but... But he's also not very philanthropic. 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 Yeah. He doesn't really know, like, how to give. Mm -hmm. And I think what I want to see, like, if they do continue with this as a full trilogy or series or whatever, is, like, kind of see him grow into being that kind of philanthropic yeah. person. I, I would really like to see that. The, I think the one thing that I did not like about this movie i mentioned it earlier was the fact that its messaging is a little too almost social justice warrior in mm -hmm. a way like with the fact that catwoman who's always been kind of like playful and fun and then like here she's more tough and feminine i mean she's always been tough and feminine but this one it's almost like too obvious like the whole um white privilege thing because mm -hmm. she's a black woman in this one that was a little off-putting and then you know, taking down all the greedy billionaires kind yeah. of thing. It was like, I don't recall that happening in, in the other Batman movies. No, and with Selena Kyle, mm -hmm. just as Selena Kyle, not as Catwoman yet, um, she's she's more of the observer. Yeah. She's really smart. She observes, and she is the surveyor mm -hmm. as well. So, you know, she's the one who's in the background not noticed. Mm -hmm. And then when she is Catwoman, that's when she gets into a little sexy femme fatale kind of attitude but she's not picky mm -hmm. in who she steals from she just wants to go ahead and steal what she wants but in this one she has her particular picks in the greedy rich yeah and that i didn't like and that's the thing where it's just like they almost kind of make it too i don't want to get into like this topic really but they almost make it too woke mm -hmm. and and that's where it kind of falters for me like I do. I will say straight out, I do like this movie a mm -hmm. lot, but I think the first two acts are really strong, despite the fact that they have like a little bit of that messaging here and there. And then the third act, where it kind of gets a little bit more into that messaging, and then it kind of there's with the Riddler. well with the Riddler and with the Catwoman, and also mm -hmm. with um, there are also some other things that uh, I don't want to give too too much away, but like how you notice some of the continuity errors that happen, yes. and so it's almost like. They had a good, strong start, good, strong middle, and then it just kind of Full teeters thing. off a little bit at the end. But overall, this is a really good, like, detective story. Mm -hmm. And like I said, Colin Farrell is... He's great like, as Penguin. What's great is there's actually a story about how he went to, I think, Starbucks, made a Starbucks run in his Penguin outfit. <laughs> and so I, I actually want to see, like, how how that, would have, how that uh, scene played out in real mm -hmm. life. But, like, he... Not only is he unrecognizable, but he's, like, having the most fun of oh, the yeah. actors. Like, he's just going with it. And it's so great to see him because you don't see the Colin Farrell from, like, In Bruges or any other um, movies and shows that he's done. You don't see that Colin Farrell. You see someone who's just, like, this disgusting mm -hmm. person. And he's... And the thing about this is with the comparison to, like, the Tim Burton movies of, like, Tim Burton's Penguin, Danny DeVito was, like, the right um, actor for that role. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like, it, that was with Tim Burton's universe. With Matt Reeves' universe, it would not fit at all. No. And that's what I like about the differences between the directors that take on the Batman films. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, they're going to make Batman, like, uh, Jack Nicholson's Joker only really fits for Tim Burton's Batman. It doesn't mm -hmm. fit for Christopher Nolan's Batman. Uh, Joel Schumacher's Riddler fits for Joel Schumacher's Batman Forever, not for Matt Reeves' The Batman. Yeah. And so that's what I like about this. And uh, Paul Dano plays the Riddler, by the way, and he's like... He is 
absolutely amazing as the Riddler. And the thing is, like, you don't really see a lot of him on the screen. A lot of the screen time that he gets is through, like, webcams and yep. other and kind so of... so he's always wearing a mask. And he's always wearing a mask. So, like, you... If you went into this not knowing who played the Riddler, you mm-hmm. had no idea. Because I think I read about it ahead of time. But you would have no idea that it's Paul Dano. And then, all of a sudden, like, he comes out and it's like... Paul Dano's always been kind of this, like hard to read actor like there are some times where he's really good at like method acting there's really and there's some other other times where he's really good at just being this um kind of down-to-earth actor as well i guess that's what i would say but um yeah he's really like this is not a performance that i would expect out of him i liked with this one with the riddler penguin um catwoman and also falcone Mm -hmm. is that they kind of it's almost like a tv show gotham where they introduce all the characters well, the more more memorable characters, yeah. I should say, but they haven't really started off mm-hmm. either. It's kind of where before Catwoman really actually becomes Catwoman, and Penguin is still the Penguin, mm-hmm. but he's still under Falcone. Yeah. So he hasn't risen up to his big boss kind of status. Mm-hmm. So I like that a lot. And with Riddler, the one thing that I think it kind of hits with that wokeness that you're talking about is... And the other Riddlers basically really didn't care who he punished. Yeah. But in this one, it all kind of connects to the whole detective kind of thing. So you have to figure out mm-hmm. why he's doing this and who he is. Why, how is he connected? Yeah. So I like that a lot because even even though he's really punishing the greedy... Mm-hmm. He has a very particular target in mm-hmm. this one. And... I can get that, like, in a, in, this is kind of straying a little bit, but like, in a serial killer kind of mm-hmm. mentality, which is... Well, technically, it is serial killer, because yeah. the definition is more than three in the same MO. Yeah, yeah, and so, like, I, I can get that persona, but I think it just kind of little, hit a little too hard in some spots mm-hmm. for, for the, um, the social justice messaging, but, yeah, overall, and... I don't think we mentioned Robert Pattinson as Batman. The biggest, oh, no, sorry. the biggest thing about Robert Pattinson being Batman was like so many people are focused on, hey, he's the vampire from Twilight. Mm-hmm. It's been ten years since the last Twilight. People get over he, it. He's done more than Twilight. I mean, come on. The first that most people have recognized him is in Harry Potter, Goblet yeah. of Fire, etc. Mm-hmm. And comparing that performance and Twilight's performance, mm-hmm. night and day. Yeah. And then it's like you get into where he's matured more with his career, mm-hmm. like The Lighthouse and Good Time and Lost City of Z and like so many other. Granted, they're more indie films, so this is probably his first big budgeted film since Twilight, mm-hmm. like the or first big franchise film since Twilight, I should say, because Twilight I don't think really had that as big of a scope as Batman does. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, this is like a really good performance by him in kind of that brooding. Um, feel and like given the fact that he is just unsure of how he should feel as the savior of Gotham City and as this billionaire who's trying to be like a good person too. And the funny thing is I remember I was talking to you when we first found out from Pattinson was Batman I'm like I don't know how he's going to do Batman mm-hmm. because in my mind Batman's the playful playboy mm-hmm. rich billionaire. Yeah. Robert Pattinson has never once given me the Playboy aura. The know. only one I remember him being kind of that Playboy mentality was in Cosmopolis, a David Cronenberg film, which it kind of... In that movie, though, he's almost too, like, 
I'm rich, I'm spoiled, I get to do this. And then in this one, he's more like, I'm rich, what the hell do I do? Yeah, you so I I like it better that they actually played him not as the playboy because I don't think that would fit his character very well, at least with the way that Ron Pattinson did it. Mm -hmm. The sulkiness played it really, really well. Yeah, and I think it's interesting to come off you know ben affleck playing batman in a couple mm -hmm. justice league, justice league movies and batman for superman to where he's you see the the batman like after years of fighting and now it's like what's next and mm -hmm. then now you get the robert pattinson version where it's like you get the first year of fighting and it's like is this is there something more to this I, I, so yeah. so i the, i need to do more i mm -hmm. know there's more i can do but i don't know what i'm supposed to do yeah so i i do like the fact that matt reeves is kind of playing into that as a as opposed to reverting back to like the christian bale kind or the michael keaton kind now you know? let me ask you this so originally uh -huh. ben affleck was supposed to direct and write the script for this Batman. this one okay yep but he dropped out okay and reeves picked it up mm -hmm. so how do you think it would differ if it was Ben Affleck who did it um oh that's a good question because I know Ben Affleck's only touched a little bit of like the noir style with live, mm -hmm. with uh, live by night well it's because after Reeves picked it up that he changed it to detective okay mm -hmm. yeah so I don't know because that's a thing like if if Batman or sorry if Ben Affleck had actually continued with the film and like directed it wrote it starred in it like continued it with that this that his version of Batman, then it may be it may be way different than what it is now. Mm -hmm. You know, to whereas with Reeves doing it, and it's like the whole detective story. It's almost like a Batman version of True Detective in a way, or a Batman version of like um, the nineteen forties type of mm -hmm. uh, crime noir story. So, and that's what I like. And I think this is the first Batman where a character drops an f bomb in the movie too. Oh yeah, that's right. So that kind of surprised me that like it. It knows that it's dark and it doesn't really. It keeps the PG-13 rating. I think that's mm -hmm. what kind of hinders it a little bit from uh, going to full, like fledged, scary, dark kind of mode. Mm -hmm. But I, I think with keeping the PG-13 rating and then still like making it more, almost 15, 16 plus PG-13 rating is really where it's like, okay, this is more like the adult Batman that yeah. we've. Um, been wanting to see for so long but the studios kind of like pull it back you know mm -hmm. but yeah overall i dug this one a lot um like i said the third act's not as great as the first two but as a whole it is really strong so i'm gonna it may seem a little low to give it this grade but i'm gonna give it an eight you too <laughs> yes i'm giving it an eight to me i don't think it's low mainly for me because i was complaining to you a lot mm -hmm. um as we're watching it which is really rare for me to do when i'm watching is the inconsistency mm -hmm. so there's a couple of scenes where it made it seem important to know something or at least to see it to kind of grab at your emotions on it but then later on when you see something that shows what you just kind of saw mm -hmm. is not there anymore it's like wait hold on i thought that was supposed to be something important and what happened to all that stuff that was supposed to be there yeah it's not there or something happens to somebody and it's like wait that's not the right treatment for that person mm -hmm. or how can they still move after you know let's say you get beat up and you're kicked down and stuff and you're still you're able to stand and move just fine it's like that's not possible realistically yeah so i don't for me i don't think it's low i mean i liked it mm -hmm. and i wouldn't mind watching it again 
Probably not in those D-Box seats. Yeah, we saw it in the D-Box. Uh, they just opened it up here near us, and it felt like I was in Six Flags when I shouldn't have been in Six Flags while watching the Batman, you yeah, know? I thought I was in Disneyland, the Star Wars ride, where you're sitting with, like, the, the row of people. I know you haven't been to Disneyland. And oh, no, no. Like, 30 yeah, years. Yeah. yeah. So, the Star Wars ride, where you have that row of people that you're sitting with, and the, all the chairs move at the same time. Right. That's what it made me feel like. See, I don't see the hype of this D-Box seating. Well, I think the D-Box could be more fitting for something like Star Wars, but not so much for the Batman. Or maybe if they have like a D-Box exclusive mm -hmm. film, like how IMAX has their documentaries mm -hmm. and all that, then I can see them working for that. But yeah. yeah. But I, I want to watch a movie. I don't want to sit on a ride. Mm -hmm. Right. And also, like they're starting to do like this whole upcharging for the Batman, um, like with ticket prices. I think AMC is doing really? it. Yeah. And... It's it's not really worth the upcharging. No. Like if you can go see it at just your regular showing, mm -hmm. I, I don't know if it's really even worth it for IMAX. I mean IMAX, I can actually see it be okay. I can see it with IMAX. Yeah, yeah. I, IMAX would be fine. Only if you get good seats for though. Yeah. If you get the really close seats, mm -hmm. then you'll get a headache. But yeah, if, if like the whole upcharging they're doing now with this and with the the D box, it's not really worth it to. Um, go all in for the Batman. It is good. It is worth watching, and it's worth watching in theaters. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's really worth all the extra cash grab things they're trying to do to mm -hmm. make the most buck out of this. So it's Batman. It's going to make money anyway. Yeah, I don't really see the whole reason for upturning. But I mean, shoot, gas prices are shooting up to five bucks already, and it's never done that before in California. Yeah, well, but that's a different conversation yeah. for a different time. So I was going to say, well, maybe it depends on where in California. Yeah, true. But all right, guys, uh, if you guys go see the Batman, let us know what you thought. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys next time. Have fun. Bye.